there's a classic joke that this fellow Yid, he decides to go to China and sell mezuzahs to the Chinese people. He tells them that by putting this on your doorposts of your home, you will not have any uh, bandits, there will not be any robberies in your home. So they, they all buy it from him. He comes back a few months later, and they say, take it all back. We don't want it anymore. And he says, why? Did it not protect you? And they said, yes, it definitely protected us, but the Mishalachim, the people collecting, are more expensive than the Ganavim. So there's a concept when it comes to mezuzah that there's some type of shmirah. That when a person puts a mezuzah on his door, now he's guarded. The Gemara tells us something along these lines that, that the Melech, usually a king, has people guarding him at, on the outside and he's on the inside. But by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's not like that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu guards us from the outside. So there's a discussion in Halacha, what significance does this Shmirah play when it comes to the, the mitzvah of mezuzah? An afkamina would be, let's say a person would theoretically be putter from the mitzvah. I'll give an example. So this happens, it's not infrequent, that someone will call me up 11 o'clock at night or something like that, and they'll tell me, okay, I just, I just bought a house, I'm moving to a house, and I want you to come by one of these couple weeks to check out my, my mezuzah situation and show me where I have to hang up my mezuzahs. So I tell them, you bought the house or you're renting the house? They say, no, I bought it, it's mine. So I say, well, you have to put up mezuzahs right now, not, not tomorrow, achshav. And they say, what do you mean? Don't I have 30 days? And I'll tell them, no, you don't have 30 days. Even by renting, we'll discuss if the 30 days that the Gemara says still applies today. But for sure, if someone owns it, they're chayev right away. Once they live there, they're chayev immediately. So the question is, 11 o'clock at night, this person has a bunch of children sleeping. Does he have, is he mechuyev to go wake them up, cause them, let's say, tsar, ruin his whole night in order to put the mezuzahs on? So... We could discuss the halacha psak in that situation, but often the person will say, well, beyond the mitzvahs I say, I'm nervous about some type of shmirah, that if I'm not being mekayin the mitzvah, that perhaps I'm putting my children in danger by not having a mezuzah on my on my doorpost. So that brings the question, the concept of shmirah. So the source in the Torah is in Simon Reish Behein Yeridea, the Torah says, says, not only do you do you have Arich Hashem, meaning the, the Pasuk in Kriyashma tells us that, that if a person who keeps the mitzvah mezuzah, he'll have a long life. If you do not keep the mitzvah mezuzah, the Torah paskins that it will, unfortunately, his life will be shortened by not being Mekai in the mitzvah mezuzah. And then he says, he brings on the Gemara, that Hashem Shemrecha, that HaKadosh Baruch guards a a home from the outside, and that is why we put the mezuzah on the outside of our of our home. So you see from here the concept of shmirah. Now the Rambam famously doesn't appreciate this whole shmirah business that people discuss by mezuzah. Although the Paiskim say the Rambam was was upset that people used shmirah as a a motivation for mezuzah, meaning the, the only mekayin in the midst of mezuzah. The kavana was for the shmira component, and the Rambam says no. It's the, the point of being mekayin the mitzvah of mezuzah is to be mekayin the mitzvah, like every other mitzvah. There happens to be some shmira element in it, as the Gemara tells us. The Gemara has a halachic nafkamina. Where should a person place the mezuzah? So obviously it has to be on the shlisha on the top third of your of your doorpost. But the question is, 
We're on the doorpost. Should it be in the middle, right in the center? Should it be closer to the outside? So the Gemara says, it should be tefach hasamech lechitzen. It should be the outermost tefach of the doorpost. Why? So the two two reasons. One of the reasons is that the whole house should be protected. You want to protect as much as possible. Now, if you would ask the interior designer, they would say, put it right in the middle because it looks nice. But you see the Gemara is saying that there is some element of shmirah by having the mezuzah. The Zayar says that the, the Shin, Dalet, and Yod, the Shakai, which which would stand for either Shemer uh, Diras Yisrael or Shemer Delasus Yisrael, we put that on the outside of the of the mezuzah. So it's already brought down in many Paiskim that there is a, some type of element of Shmira from the mezuzah. I know some of the briskers and uh, Gronix are just like, against this whole concept of Shmira with the mezuzah. They say that people made it into a Kamea, like, a, like an amulet, and they are totally against it. Uh, another Shiloh that has come up recently is that some farm stores started selling car mezuzahs. So we'll learn why a car is definitely putter from a mezuzah. So the question is, what's the point of it? So some do it, I'll shmira, and they'll even put, hang it in your, uh, in your car off the, uh, off the reverse mirror. So that would not be... Uh, so according to those price that say... We bechlal are so against this whole shmira business, so it would be like making it into kamea, and they would say it's aser. Rav Vazner paskins that, uh, that that sorry, Rav Vazner paskins would be aser to do it, but but if you look at the sefer pischei mezuzah, he brings down many paskim say that technically there's nothing wrong with using it as a shmira. So I just wanted to to bring out that point. Okay, when the Ramah brings that, when the Torah brings down the mitzvah of mezuzah, he says that that when a person remembers all the time, and the Ramah says, when you walk outside your home, you, you touch the mezuzah, so first of all, the whole point of the mezuzah is Yichar Hashem, it's in Parsh of Shman, Vahayim Shemaya, is all about HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, and everything is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know that many of the things we do, many of the mitzvahs we do, we elevate the, the physical part of life. So when we eat, we make brachas, you bench, you have a mitzvah of benching. The, the mitzvah of the, of the home is to, to bring the spirituality into the into one's home is through the mitzvah of mezuzah. The Ramah says that, he quotes the Maril, someone who leaves his house, so you put your hand on the mezuzah, and he doesn't say anything about kissing it, but he says, you put your hand on the mezuzah, and you say the past, you say some psukim, you say Hashem Shoimri, Hashem Tzili, Al-Yadimini, Hashem Yishmartzei Siyuvayi, Me'ata V'yad O'ilam, you say certain psukim, some say Hashem Yishmartzei Siyuvayacha, different psukim that people say when they pass by their mezuzah. But he doesn't mention anything about kissing the mezuzah. And the question is, where does this minhag that we have of kissing the mezuzah? There's a famous story that the Chassam Seifer was once giving a, a a fahara test to someone, he was going to give him smicha. So he tested him on all of halacha, or chayim, or deich, or shmish, but everything. And he said he was he was going to give him smicha, but as the person was leaving his office, he saw that this individual did not kiss the mezuzah upon leaving. He just walked straight past the mezuzah. And the chasam soifer said that if this person is willing to be mezalzal in the Menhagim of Klai Yisrael, he should not be a Paisik, he should not be a Rav. Now again, the Chassam Sefer lived in the times of the Haskala, so he was uber-sensitive to Menhagi Yisrael. But you do see that this has definitely been considered a Minog, that we kiss our our mezuzah upon leaving. So what's the source, perhaps? So the Birkei Yosef brings down a Arizal. The Arizal says a person should put his middle finger on the mezuzah and kiss it upon, you know, when you, when you walk in the room, when you leave the room. The Chayadam, Who's not quoting the Arizal, but he he says definitely the minig was to the minig is to kiss the mezuzah. 
going in and leaving. The Mishnabura, which the Mishnabura did not write on Hilchus Mezuzah, Hilchus Mezuzah is really found in Yeridea. Yeridea is all about Isser Veheter. It's not an Arachayim. For some reason, the Chayadam put it together in his Sefer Chayadam, which is primarily based on Arachayim. But the Mishnabura in Hilchus Tzitzis, he quotes the Arizal that when a person puts on your talent, when you put on your talent, you're supposed to kiss your tzitzis when a person, I'm sorry, specifically he, he quotes it by Kriyashma. When a person says Kriyashma, so you're supposed to kiss your tzitzis when you, you say the parasha of tzitzis. So you do see the chavivas of the mitzvah comes with kissing it. We do it when a person gets an aliyah, you kiss the Sefer Torah. Now a person sh- should not touch klaf with his beer hands. It's a Mishnah in Yadayim that we do not touch klaf with our beer hands. So if a person has a mezuzah that does not have a cover on it, so you got to be careful, don't, don't touch it. The same way when we get an aliyah, you should not touch it with your bare hands. You use a, uh, a talus or a gartel or something. Don't ruin the don't ruin the Torah. Don't scratch any letters. But we do not touch it with our bare hands. Often you'll see someone doing hagba, and the cloth will droop. So it is definitely preferable to use your to use a talus or a gartel or something to, to use to touch the cloth. Do not use your hands because it's an issue of touching cloth with our beer hands. But you do see that when it comes to Chaviva Samitzvah, we kiss the mitzvah, we kiss the mitzvah. The Bnei Sasser quotes that people used to kiss the, the lulah, their esra, their, their sukkah. Some of the sedurim, marzarim on, on sukkahs, they say when a person leaves the sukkah, there's a special yiratin to say when you leave the sukkah. And many have the practice of kissing the the sukkah. So the Bnei Sashar has a sefer called Igra de Kawa, and I heard this from Rav Shechter. Rav Shechter quotes this, he likes to quote it, that there's a famous question. It says, in two weeks, we're going to read in Parshish Vayet, say that Yaakov Avinu, he sees Rachel, he gives her a, a big kiss. So how could a person give someone a kiss? Barabim, uh, it's not nice, it's it's uh, it's mechura davar. So he says that Yaakov viewed Rachel as his chefza shamitzvah. And since she was his chefza shamitzvah, in order to have the shvatim, the shifte come. So Yosef, Binam are going to come from her. So he viewed it as, as a chefza shamitzvah. And it was just like any other kissing your esrug, kissing your sukkah, kissing your lulav, kissing your talus. So that is the neyasashar on that pasuk. So we see from here the concept of kissing a mezuzah. We teach our children to kiss a mezuzah. That's the minigan Yisrael. But to find a, a true makar, it is very difficult to find a Makar. The only source we have uh, going back before that result is the Gemara Navadazar. The Gemara Navadazar says that Uncleus Hager, he was a nephew of the, of a Roman, of the Roman Caesar, so he was Megayer. And his uncle was, was furious. So he sent soldiers to go capture him. He sent them, he sent them once, and then Uncleus gave them a drusha, and they became Megayer as well. He sent he sent another group of soldiers. They were also Megayer. The third group, he tells them, do not listen to anything that this Uncleus guy tells you. So they're leaving. They're leaving the home. And as they're leaving, Uncleus puts his hand on the mezuzah. And they say, what is that? So he explains to them that, that the Kaddish Rochel guards us. So that we, there we see some type of Makar to put your hand on the mezuzah. It doesn't say anything about kissing it, but perhaps that's what he did to show the Chavivas of the mitzvah. Rabbi Kivager says, no, there's no, there's no Makar for that. He was only doing it because he was desperate. He didn't want to get caught. He didn't want, to ha- he didn't want them to bother him. So he used uh, a nice vertel, but there's no real need to go kiss the mezuzah. So 
I think the Chazanish did not to not kiss the mezuzah, but I think the minog for most of Klai Yisrael we teach our children to kiss the mezuzah, chaviva samitzvahs, and that 